Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good evening. It's Sunday night, and you're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca. Now, Billy Crystal made the argument long ago that men and women could never successfully become friends. His case in When Harry Met Sally was built on what he argued was a person's inability to trust his or her lust, which ultimately sabotages any relationship. As he eloquently put it, the sex part always gets in the way. And a study from the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire examined platonic opposite-sex relationships and determined that men's and women's evolved mating strategies impinge on their friendship experiences, meaning it's basically not possible to have a friendship with a guy that doesn't involve some level of sexual attraction. Well, to discuss these findings, help us understand and unravel platonic relationships, I invited Joan Kelly Walker of the Real Housewives of Toronto. Hello. She's also, and she's uh, she's my co-host here and then, so welcome again. And she's also on the cover of the current issue of Toronto Home Magazine. Nice one, Thank Joan. you. I'm yeah. very proud of it. I know. Yeah, it turned out great. I'm very well, it's, excited. It's awesome, and your kitchen's gorgeous, Thank by you. the way. Thank you. Hello. And we invited Jonathan Furlong, cast member as well of the Real Housewives of Toronto, and they're best friends on the show and off the show. And they have some keen insights into what others may think are valuable, fruitful, and platonic relationships. So welcome, you guys. Tell me, who wants to start here? Tell me a little bit more about your relationship, and uh, where did you guys meet, and when? I'm going to actually pass it to Joan, because she's got a way better memory than I do. Oh dear. Okay, I was I was like gesturing to pass it to you because I was like I you know I had to think about this because Me you've too. always just been there. Yeah, yeah it's true. Honestly, it's I think we true. met on our boat like almost twenty years on ago. On a boat? On yeah. our boat. We have a boat yeah. and we often go out with like larger groups of friends. And I think he just showed up a few times yeah. and after a while I was like, Who is that guy? <laughs> what is this guy about? And I remember one of the first conversations we had something about hair there was you and me and this other amazon model gorgeous right and you're from the modeling world right. and your comments were probably very valid but at the time it's not what i wanted to hear <laughs> and i called you out on it yes, and I, we had a conversation uh, yeah. about it and yeah. i thought wow like this guy actually listens mm -hmm. and he backed up his points mm -hmm. and and I, I think that's where we met or that's my first recollection now joan you were married Yes. Right, already Still married. Yeah. Yes, no, Still I know, yeah. I know. And you guys are best friends, yeah. which which a lot of people might think is odd that you have a male best friend after being married. Yeah, I don't know. And do finding you think him, that's weird? I do think it's weird. Really? I, yeah, I, I really it's very uncommon, it's, actually. It's so natural uh, within the context of our friendship and, 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 you know, Joan's family and husband. And it's just so natural. Like, it, it's why we don't really think about it. Now, you know are I mean? you best friends with Don as well? Very good friends. Very, very close friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, it is It is very uncommon, actually. It's not as uncommon if uh, you were friends before you met. You know, maybe high school friends or in school. But it's a little bit more uncommon because you were married. And then all of a sudden, bang, you've got this male best friend. And just to set the record straight, are you gay? Because... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because everybody asks that, right, Joan? I'm going to let Joan they actually do. answer for me <laughs> because oh she does goodness. it so often. No, no, I'm not gay. Yeah, I'm, I do get asked that quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I defend you all the time. Yes, and I know. if you were, yeah. who would care? Who cares and yeah. whose business? It would make yeah. certainly no difference between you and I. No. And, no. you know, at this day and age and, and how we have evolved and where we are in our lives, like mm-hmm. really what difference yeah. does it make yeah. and is it more accepted to be for a woman to be platonic friends with a gay I, person yeah i could than see that, yes, that is more acceptable which supposedly. is great which is like strange like what if he changes his mind <laughs> and she's uh, all of a sudden she's a conversionist and she's turned him back yeah. into being straight I, I don't see a lot of them changing their minds but yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't see that happen and too does often. it make a difference if somebody's bi yeah, right. I, <laughs> like, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So a 2012 study found in the majority of opposite-sex rela- uh, friendships, there's at least a level of, or a low level of attraction. Men reported more attraction and a stronger desire to date their female friends than women did their male friends. And these men were also more likely to overestimate how attracted their platonic female friends were to them, <laughs> while women <laughs> underestimated how attractive they were to their male friends. Now, the researchers noted the more attracted a person was to their platonic friend, the less satisfied they were with the current romantic relationship. Let's talk about this. How do you guys feel about that study? I guess it's not a secret to, you know, a lot of people out there and and women, but guys can be goofs. <laughs> you know, yeah. like let's face it, everybody has a, everybody has a sense of I think that's part of of our the strength of our relationship is that we have a very clear sense of of what is important in the relationship and there's just no you know and also a sense of people you know you get a sense of when somebody's coming on to you you guys are beautiful girls you know you can sense when somebody's coming on to you or somebody's really just you know there for a friendship and and likes you and you know it's it's unfortunate that there can't be more you know that because it seems like it would make the world a better place but you're saying you were never sexually attracted to her? It's She's like a sister to me. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've never had a sister. And that's that's one of the other funny things is that Joan grew up with all, you know her and her sister. And I grew up with two brothers. So I never had a sister. And maybe that was part of the ease of falling into that. Yeah, you know? I guess with my experience growing up, I mean, every guy that I became friends with, they... All of them wanted some sort of sexual relationship with me. Were you uh, leading them on? No, I think just you know what if if you're a, a young girl and you're happy go lucky and you're people think you're flirty yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. almost have like this over the top personality which I've mm-hmm. toned down a lot. Can you imagine what I was like when I was young? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't think so, but they did become friends uh, and they were friends, and I would just ignore them. You know, I would I, I knew that they were lingering in the background, right. but. But yeah, like, so that was my experience. But we need to take a break. And so much to talk about. We're just getting started here. We're talking about platonic best friends on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. You're listening to the dating and relationship show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca. And today in studio, uh, I have Joan Kelly Walker and Jonathan Furlong from the Real Housewives of Toronto. Best friends on and off the show and uh, platonic best friends. So I want to know, 
do your partners okay jonathan do you have a partner right now i don't think so uh, not right you're now. single no. yeah. right i'm yeah. gonna find you a girlfriend yes. i think you said yeah. something about that yeah yeah, yeah. Gonna, you promise we're chatting yeah. i don't know about promise but <laughs> <laughs> i can lie i'm lying because <laughs> i think you'd make a great catch wouldn't you joan so. yeah we need to find you a girl <laughs> okay joan i guess uh, have you Ever had a girlfriend where Joan was in the picture? Yeah. And yep. did she ever express any no, problems was, you know, with the friendship? I think that people read us very well. You know, like they probably probably people did think things at the beginning. Maybe I, I don't doubt know. It. I, I don't doubt think it so because at they all. have such a strong like they have such a strong marriage and such an amazing family. And and you know, it's just like it was just never brought up nobody ever brought it up to me and, and we have a lot of a lot like a yeah. large group of friends and yeah. i have a lot of male friends yeah that's you're, true you're yeah. my best friend yeah but i do have a lot of other males that are also good friends in my life and so yeah. for me if if there's going to be an imbalance or if it's going to be a big challenge for my husband then just <laughs> to see that then Maybe it's something with my husband. I don't know. I was in a relationship once. I was engaged to a different guy a number of years ago, and he had a really hard time with me being friends with males. And so and I, I think most guys yeah. are like that. I do. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but it's so nice now to be in such a secure relationship. And my right. husband is, is very secure with himself and our relationship yeah. that he knows that I'm I'm not, you know, dipping my toes in the water to see if there's something better out there. It's that a this very is because Joan, Joan, there really is not. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. You know, I think it's a beautiful, like honestly, and and also being great friends with Don is it's just you know. I'll grow up with Don. If Joan needs an, an arm, then I'll grow up with Joan. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Jonathan's yeah. my plus one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> if Don can't make it, it's like, okay, you're on. Yeah. Well, and I, a lot of times on red carpets, people think it's Don, and they're like oh, taking uh, all pictures yeah. of us, and yeah. he's getting credit for all kinds of things <laughs> that Don that's has done. Yes, that's right. Yes, Don and I's, uh, Don and I's life, uh, yes. you know, could be, uh, I, I'm happy to take all the credit, Don. You know? <laughs> but so uh, I have yeah, to be very is, clear about it is, that. It is funny. We do get we do get a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of people come up and they'll say, you know, if we're on the boat, they'll say, oh, it's a "Lovely boat, lovely boat," and I'll just go, "Well, you should probably tell that guy over there. He's the guy that owns it." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, for those people that are listening at home, how should we bring up a platonic friendship with our partner, Joan? I just I don't think it's a big deal. But you think, don't think it's a big deal. Some people do, I though. I don't think it's a big deal. Mm. I, I really think if you're having an issue with that and if you're not comfortable talking to your spouse about that, then maybe there's some underlying issues that you have to kind of open up and have a good look at. If it's truly pl platonic, that means that there's friendship, it's respectful, that there's nothing going on. And you know what? Human beings are highly evolved. And I don't think everything has to come down to sex right. or some exactly. Freudian thing. There are relationships well, are in changing, our lives yes. that are yeah. platonic that, that fuel us. And I think we need that. Yeah, Jonathan. Well, I think it's really interesting now in, you know, as as we do evolve, it is it is about becoming more, be, becoming more equal, seeing people not as quote unquote sex objects and and you know having a final destination for every relationship that you have with a with a woman you know I was in the modeling industry. I'd have been a very busy guy if that was my if, if that was my life. But you would have it, been in jail now. Yeah, and in jail. <laughs> that's right, exactly. And that's the way it should be because you know what? When you when you when you when we're trying to equal equalize and balance out 
our humanity, male, female, there should be a provision in there for, you know, complete equality. And that includes friendship. That includes, you know, clarity of communication and all of these things. And, that and Yeah, communication is key. And I think that when you're entering a new relationship and you do have a best male or girlfriend, let's say that's platonic, you should lay that out on the table right away. You know, oh, this sure. is my friend. If you were going into I, a new relationship. A new yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. This is my friend mm-hmm. and I love them dearly. I've known them for 10, 20 years, whatever it is, and they're not going anywhere. So well, you need to be okay with that. And if you have an issue with that, then you have to let me know right now because this right. relationship isn't going anywhere. Well, listen, either. the fact is, you know, any girl you bring me has to go through you and Joan first. <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily Because <laughs> I've lost my mom recently, so, so she, she was the, she was, she was the. Yeah. yeah she you, was were, the, you, you said your mom shaped you into the man that you are today. For sure. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. She was, uh, you know. They Joan, were so close. They were like best friends. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's why you're such a great guy. It's, yes. Uh, and, and Joan and mom were great friends, you know, and, and it was, you know, she yeah. would hear us talking on the phone and, and. And say, God, you guys are lucky to have each other in your lives, you know. Aww. And isn't that sweet, you know? And she, she wasn't an agenda. She didn't, you know. She had never an agenda other than other people's happiness, you know. And, and that's that's the kind of mom you want, first of all. And and really, in any friendship or platonic or not, you really want to be about the other person and their happiness, you know. I think that that helps and it creates a clarity and removes agendas. You know, because I don't think Joan's ever seen me with an agenda. Mm-hmm. We need 100%. to take a break. Um, great conversation here. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night, and my special guests today are, and my sometimes co-host, Joan Kelly Walker from The Real Housewives of Toronto. And check her out. She's on the cover of the current issue of Toronto Home Magazine. Yay! Yay! Yay. She's so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am. Just hit this down. What is your Instagram, Joan? <laughs> Joan KWW. Yeah, mine's Laura underscore Bellotta. And Jonathan, it's you the need to only get in person <laughs> that I know alive that is not on Instagram. You need to I get on Instagram. I have you guys for Yeah, he's like, I don't need that. I don't need that. And Jonathan Furlong is here. He's also uh, Joan's best friend, and he was on The Real Housewives of Toronto, too. Best friends on and off the show. Now, um, I want to talk about. How about the women that monopolize a platonic friendship just to get what they want? Yeah. And we know, know those women. There are women that do that, but men do that too. And that's what's happened with this whole cycle of this Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein thing. Mm-hmm. So I want to acknowledge that it does work both ways, but there's often imbalance in friendships or or business relationships where the girl will get a trip and go with the guy but, but then know, she's not she knows him the anything. guy wants something mm-hmm. but she's not really ready to deliver but she wants the thing so she's she's totally taking advantage is as far as i'm concerned and the same thing if a if a gentleman does that or a guy does that to a woman then i think it's the same thing taking advantage not okay on any level yeah. mm-hmm. and it does and work both gentleman. ways yeah. and mm-hmm. not a gentleman yeah. but it's not it, it's never going to end it's never going to stop because 
because there are always people that don't want to work for their money or maybe they're not lucky or I don't know. They want stuff. They want stuff. They want stuff. So just a, a really quick story. A long, long time ago, I got the lead in a very small, super low budget Canadian film that was shooting outside of the country. And uh, I had my visa. I had the, everything was in place. And then at the very last minute, they happened to mention that I would be sharing a room with what? the director. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. Seriously. And what I'm not mentioning do? any names. I gracefully declined. Of course. So I stepped out. Like, what am I supposed? I was like, are you kidding me? Thank God you that happened before the is before the, before you landed but there. But you know what? Yeah. This this is another entire show because they have websites where, like, I just got a message through uh, Instagram this morning. Some guy looking for a sugar baby. And I'm thinking, am I, aren't I a little old to be a sugar baby? <laughs> I'm <laughs> wondering maybe you could hook Never. him up with one. I don't know. I, and he wasn't even 80 years old. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm telling you. Okay. Now, what about if there's jealousy in the relationship? What if your partner truly feels threatened by your relationship with your platonic friend? Who has advice about that? So I hearken back to my ex-fiance that I ended up not marrying because he, yes. was, he was insecure to the point where if I did have a, a conversation even with uh, with a guy, he would be very insecure and it mm -hmm. just wasn't worth Can it. I so ask... I started to avoid those things and I didn't have Jonathan in my life at the time. Was he drop dead gorgeous? Oh, he was. I know what? Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, and my experience with dating and men is the hotter they are, the more insecure they are. Yeah. Isn't it? it is, yeah, it's true. And it's so it's unfortunate. True. Yeah. How did I get so, so secure? I don't know. You got I know, because you are gorgeous. You are. Jonathan Furlong, Fishing gorgeous. Fishing for compliments. I think it's because you probably, you've, do, you've probably done the work on yourself, and there's a lot of self-love in there, I think. I hope so, yeah. I'll have to ask myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Or so I'll ask you. Okay, yeah. Joan, I, I cut you off. Okay, so how do we deal with jealousy in the relationship? I would just... I would just step away. If I'm going to be in a relationship with someone, even if they're insecure, mm -hmm. I would honor that relationship first because that's your primary relationship. And I'm sorry to my platonic friend. You mm -hmm. would just have to just simmer and yep. just wait and just, you know, be supportive that way while I tried to figure out what was wrong with the primary relationship. And the, the relationship I was referring to obviously didn't work out for a reason, and right. that was probably why. Um, so I just think you have to honor your largest commitments first. And Jonathan, you were saying something to me last night about how, like, if Joan goes on vacation, she, you don't bother her, or you know, you know. Well, yeah, I, I, this, this, it's it's an excellent. You know I'm where to draw the line. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you don't want to be, you know, one of the things that is very important, I think, in in friendships and and especially in a friendship like ours is is not being intrusive, right? And it, and it goes to what Joan has said is, you know, you. If you're really there for the long haul and you're a really true, true friend, then you're going to you're going to understand that maybe okay, so maybe this girl's husband is upset, and and I've had this happen where you know, and then it's just like take a break, yeah, just ease back it up, back away for a little, yeah, bit. back away, and you know what? If that's something that you know, chances are it'll work out itself out on its own. Or, or, but re respectfully, you have to respect, just as Joan was saying, you have to respect that that's the primary commitment in this person's life. And, and to be intrusive or, or say, well, he's crazy and screw him, that's not fair. That's not being a friend. 
That's well, putting you know, it's putting yeah. your you want to be supportive your, for your friends. That's right. For your platonic and, friend. yeah. and how about becoming friends with the husband as well? I or mean, both of them. Yeah, like that, that's that would be ideal. That's ideal. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. You because know, that, you're good friends with Don as well. Yeah, yeah. Like we we have it's just so not it's it's great that we're actually talking about this because this is probably the first time that Joan and I have ever actually talked about our relationship other than to say I you know, I love you and and I you know, I feel so lucky that cuz she'll give me advice, she'll give me outside perspectives that I, you know, that I need. And it's it's and she's such a sounding board for me. We'll have more when we return. We're talking about boundaries and platonic relationships on the dating and relationship show. You're listening to the dating and relationship show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta. Missing today is Santa Carusi from Inside Jokes, my co-host. But my other co-host is here, Joan Kelly Walker from The Real Housewives of Toronto. Thank you for having me. We're talking about platonic best friends. Now, when dealing with uh, a platonic relationship, it's important to establish clear boundaries and avoid blurred lines to prevent mixed feelings or misunderstandings. Now, did you guys set any boundaries? And if so, what were they? Uh, I don't recall ever setting any boundaries. You didn't have to. Definitely not. I I think the boundaries are just respect. I I mean, that's friendship. Yeah, exactly. You have to have respect and you have to have love and you have to come from a nice, genuine place. And and trust and be an ethical friend, right? But I do think that, you know, I've, you know, in the years of being a booking agent and modeling in in the modeling industry, you, you, you have a lot of girls around you, right? And a lot of, it's, it's probably important when, you know, guys are, you can tell somebody's hitting on them or whatever, that guy, that the girl says, you do know I'm married, right? And that kind of maybe is a boundary that might be set just to a stranger, right? So maybe that works, but I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, natural friendships, you don't really talk about the friendship that much <laughs> other than to say, you know, how But you guys are uh, aren't an ordinary case. You're not. So let's chat about the boundaries. Like, like in other people's relationships. Joan, I know that you can probably give me some great advice about that. Yeah, I think you have to be clear, like in anything in life, you have to be very clear on what your intent is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think saying, like I get it all the time on Instagram, guys asking me out or what, like I don't even know what country some of these guys are from. So I'm very clear saying, you know, you do realize I'm married and I've been happily married for 18 years. Oh, I just delete. You're a lot nicer You just delete. Okay. Well, 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 especially when they, well, especially when they, it's, it's a high. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hi. It's like, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> and half of them are scammers anyways. Uh, yeah, I found a scammer the other day and I was warning these ladies about it. And they're like, how do you know? Because this guy's drop dead gorgeous. And I'm like, how do I know? They take a look at his picture. And then I Google reversed it. You can do that. And this guy was on all sorts of other sites. And so obviously someone stole his identity. It's like oh, this guy, dear. a guy that looks like that is not going to be messaging you. Hi, I want to get to know you better. I don't think so. It just yeah. doesn't happen. So yeah. that's true. So, so boundaries, I mean, certainly you have to, you have to, you know, if you're having a platonic relationship with someone, you have to be respectful. You have to understand that person. Like, I know your family. Mm-hmm. I know where you come from. And I think right. our values that's are huge. very aligned that yeah. way. Yeah. And that's that's really huge. Yeah. Uh, but if you if you don't have that with someone, I think it's important to invest as much time as you can in, in getting to know their heart yeah. and what their intention is and what their goals are. Like, if yeah. you can help set them up with someone as a potential mm-hmm. mate or, or help get them jobs or, you know, whatever it is. 
is. I think that's really important is you have to give as much as you take. I yeah. can't wait to set you up, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are turning. <laughs> yes. So what is the attraction or benefit to having a friend of the opposite sex? I would say, you know, when you look at it carte blanche and you and you think to yourself, if I if I had a super stable relationship with my wife and she had a friend who had her back, was friends with me, could, you know, be her protector or could be could take you know, really had her, her best interests at heart, why would I not want another person of the same sex as me? there to help in our relationship maybe give me insights that you know like how she how she how how is you know like in in John's right. case it's not it's really kind of just you know you're so getting you, an outside opinion yeah and because if you do have a good friendship with with another you know if your wife has another male friend sometimes they can talk to their male friend where they can't talk to their husband because whatever, you know, maybe yeah, they're upset about Don things. isn't, he's not in town or, you know, it's something that he doesn't, you know, it's not like he doesn't care, but you know, if I'm like freaking out because I've like damage on my hair or something, right. I can talk to Jonathan and he's really <laughs> yeah. going to listen yep. because, you know, those things yep. are upsetting. Yep. So we, we communicate in a way that, you know, it, it just means a tremendous Amount, to but me. most people and, would say, "Well, a guy me. doesn't want to normally know about hair." They, but be he like, listens oh, we'll though. Deal with the it, the thing is that Jonathan cares about me, and yeah. I care about him, so he will listen, yeah. and and vice versa. Like yeah. you know, 100%. no matter what's going and on. And how about dating advice, right, Jonathan? Oh, like you know, like I, I mean, Joan's probably given you tons of advice. Well, it's it's funny. When it comes you know, to I'm women his that biggest cheerleader, yeah. and he's his biggest obstacle. So I, yeah, because I'm a date coach and I get tons of, of men coming to me for advice and yeah, probably sure. for that, for that uh, well, reason. And, and that's great because you're from the opposite sex and you can give that advice. Exactly. You know, w- w- I know without, what women want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. I know what women want. Yeah. And so she knows what women want. Oh, the amount of, the number of times I couldn't, I don't, I couldn't count the number of times that, you know, if I'm upset about something or, or whatever, I'm pissed off about something, then, you know, and I'll call John and I'll go, how do you think I'm going to, how do you, you know, I, I want your opinion. How do you think I should handle this? And she will and we go. we analyze Yeah, and we do. Every <laughs> angle, that's every why, stone unturned. That's why driving in the car is always such a pleasure. It's like we, we have uninterrupted it, time. It and it's like, like you guys are soulmates, but in a friend way. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You yeah. know, like soulmates. It's an and that's, and that's possible. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll hop in the car Those and I'll say, relationships are beautiful. do you have time to keep me company? And yeah. he'll keep me company, like, yeah. two hours driving up to the cottage or to visit my mom or something. And it, it's really amazing because, you know, we get through everything. Yeah, and exactly. When we wrap it up, like, yeah. have we accomplished anything? Yeah. I don't know, but it doesn't matter because... That's the best. I've had, I've had company and I've felt really supported. And yeah, that's the exactly. best when you're driving, yeah. especially like two hours yeah. up north. And it's and it you have somebody so, to talk to. It happens so often that it's just fantastic because I'll know, like I can actually now tell where she is on the road and I can hear the, you know, it's like the dog's bark. Okay, you're home. <laughs> okay, we need to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night and we're having a blast here. I've got Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto in studio and her best friend, Jonathan Furlong, also from the Real Housewives of Toronto. And we're talking about platonic best friends. And uh, yeah, we're unraveling platonic opposite sex relationships today. Can men and women just be friends? And it seems like uh, the answer is yes, eh guys? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I uh, mean, it, otherwise we just got okay. All the girls, it'll be like a, it'll be like a early proms. All the girls on one side, all the guys yeah. on the other. This is, hey, it's two colonies. Hey, I run dating events. It starts off like that sometimes. <laughs> really? If I, yeah, if I don't get a mixer going, that's how it starts off. And really? it's like I, well, some people are still a little shy. So are the girls still waiting for the guys to come over? Uh, yeah, some the of them are, some of them are, aggressive? no, you know what? Like I can't, I shouldn't say that it's not everybody. Cause you, you get people mixing and mingling right away, but I, I help it out cause I give them like an interactive thing to do and it's fun. Um, it's actually, the events are a great way to meet someone. You've seen mm-hmm. some of my videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, the crowd's yeah. decent, professional singles in the city. Right. All right. Let's look at platonic friendships with benefits. So yes, they are having sex. What mm-hmm. are the dangers of this type of relationship? I think the biggest danger is that somebody's going to end yeah. up with a broken heart. Right. I think that's what happens. And you don't want to hurt your friend. If it's really a friend, I, mm. I keep just, it that way. Keep it that way because that's really something to treasure. It comes down to expectations, right? I mean, somebody's expecting this to go somewhere and maybe this other person is not expecting it to go. Any- I mean, there's a reason that you're not seeing each other and you're only having occasional sex. So it's probably... So maybe a, the one person who wants to have sex doesn't really care if the relationship fails because their only intent is to have sex with them. So a social network, Meet Me, polled 6,500 people and found that more than half of the people said they have fantasized about sleeping with their best friend of the opposite gender. What's more, nearly 40% reported actually having slept with their best friend, while two-thirds wow. admitted they would if, they would if the opportunity presented itself. Wow. Mm-hmm. So a lot more people are having sex that shouldn't be. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, ideally, I think when you get into, you know, I think it's age-old thinking, you know, you kind of want to marry your best friend, right? Like, you know, and, and if a friendship evolves first and then you start sleeping together, and then it moves somewhere, then that's kind of the traditional way of, of you know, getting into a I great totally relationship. I totally agree. I know? totally agree with that. And uh, and that's, you know, it gets right back to, you know, sleeping on the f- together on the first date and we're waiting and, you know, like getting to getting to know each other before you, before you take the plunge, as it were. Mm-hmm. But that's- that also comes from intent. Yeah. Like, is is there a balance in the intent of the friendship or right. in the intent of of making the decision to have sex? Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's where often there's a power struggle and somebody has the upper hand and somebody doesn't. And that's where I worry that something could go wrong and somebody gets a broken heart. Right, right, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's delicate. People are fragile, you know, and, and you, you know, you, you, have to be, you have to be respectful of that as well because I think it's really important that people 
care about their friends, you know, and truly care. Put take yourself out of the equation. How is she feeling? I bet and I, I, and so, sometimes when sexual attraction is so strong, like you just can't help yourself. You just you wanna do the deed. But how many <laughs> how many really good friends do people have? Like you can probably count on one friend people that really truly have your mm-hmm. back. And am I gonna exchange a, a true friend just have sex with somebody because yeah. I'm not dating anybody at the moment. Right. Like, yeah. no, I'm going to respect that platonic yeah. friendship because I cherish that. Right. And you know what? When I was younger, I used to have all these friends and my parents would be like, you know what? Those aren't all true friends. Right. And then you know what? They're right. And as you get older, you just start throwing them away. <laughs> Calling the <laughs> one herd. One by one. <laughs> it's like, boom, okay, I'll get ready. Yeah, you're right. So let's talk about that. Let's talk the, about the role of a best friend. What is a best friend? To me, um, I would say a Someone best friend. Someone who has your back. Somebody who really, truly looks at your at, at their friend, looks at you, cares about your comprehensive life, not just getting together for drinks, cares about how you feel in your life. Like, are you truly happy? And, and if there's a problem, let's talk about it. Somebody that can watch your back truly and give you insights as to, you know, because, you know, I get lots of insights about uh, how people see, uh, people are saying, yeah, what they're saying about me, right? And uh, and it's just like, you know, but neither of us really take it. It's just, you know, it's, we laugh it off because it's like, you know what, we're solid, it's great, everything's fine, and, and you can't, you can't be so worried about whatever other every single other person is saying you have to really be careful about you know trying to be everything to everybody you want to and and listen to your friend you know and make sure that she's she's the balance of her life is intact you know and because it's it's easy to just say you know hey i'm a professional hi how are you guy but i don't want to be that guy you know it's it's you need to be you'll need to be a little bit more intimate a little bit more trusting and and uh and dependable for me, it's kind of outside of like the social realm. Like, yes, you are the ultimate hi, how are you guy. <laughs> and I see him at parties and events and and he makes everybody feel comfortable. He's a great icebreaker. He really introduces people. And I entertain a lot. So it really mm-hmm. is very helpful to have yeah. a best friend that has my back that way that can make sure that people are mingling mm-hmm. and mixing and, and everything is comfortable. Also, I just think... Like, there's something there where we don't have to be at a party and just, you know, to have that conversation and for me to say, you know what I mean? And it's like, he does know what I mean. Like, right. that's that's a really special thing. So I, we, I love that. We, yeah, and we get you that. Know what? We, we, about you. We, we, I love talking uh, about you. You guys are making me want to <laughs> puke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we need to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. We're talking about the role of a best friend when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show. <laughs> you guys make me no no You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. So I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. So what's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's an old trend that we're seeing, and that's buyers can breathe. With the recent downtick, properties are staying on the market for a couple of days. That now gives buyers some breathing room to make a decision. 
but buyers make sure it's an informed decision by viewing a selection of properties with your realtor so you can confidently act fast to get your perfect property. Call or email me with any questions. They can reach you at HEP at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca. My co-host today is missing, but Joan Kelly Walker's here from the Real Housewives <laughs> of Toronto. That's Sandra Carusi. And uh, Jonathan Furlong from the Real Housewives of Toronto is here as hello, well. Hello. They are best friends. We're talking about platonic best friends. And before the break, we were talking about the role of a best friend. And uh, Joan, would you like to continue? I really think the role of a best friend is to make sure that you're not jealous. Jonathan always keeps his eyes open and an awareness. So he's like a little sponge. And then quietly after the fact, he'll come and say, you know, this person, you know, he's not like a tattletale, but right. if somebody's not right. uh, got a good intention towards me, he'll Precisely. just uh, kind of gently, you know, let me know that. And gently drown them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And someone who has your best interest always, someone you who's know, not jealous of you. If there's something the matter with one of Jones boys, it's upsetting to me, you know, if there's something, you know, if there's something wrong in any element of her life, it is upsetting to me. And I want to, you know, I want to help. So that, but what do you do if somebody is jealous? Like if you have a what you think is a best friend and then actually if, they're jealous. I think eventually you just have to let them go. Yeah. Yeah, because it's toxic. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Especially if you're very intuitive and you and feel it. And how do it. you know? You just, or can you just well, kind of or, ignore the jealousy and just say, oh, whatever, they're fun to have around no, and, and just plow through it. But then you adjust your friendship with that person so yeah. that they've ultimately lost some of your respect. Mm -hmm. So they're not a close That's right. friend. That's like, right. You yeah. have to you have They're to still an acquaintance, but you know what? I've, I've seriously cleaned up shop and recently and um, people that I felt were jealous and I just let them go. That's you know, good. I'm sorry, but yeah, I don't want you Was around me. It was very hard. Like I've had nightmares about it actually. And I always go back to it. I think we, we had a show recently about frenemies. It was like, mm. and she was Nicole McCann. She was amazing. And at the end of the day, I just don't want to go back to it. But so I know I made the right decisions. You don't have to do a big production like I'm breaking up with no. you, right, friend. Right. You just, you just slowly adjust your start, thinking. Yes. And well, you, you kind of separate yourself with a little bit of you, distance. You, just you try that on for a while. You just don't invite them as Well, much. do you find yeah. people are very possessive? right it's by gender like i mean i've had you know like if you don't i've had buddies that are like how come you call him first and it's like you're like what's the <laughs> matter with you you know well, like, i didn't know guys do that oh god it's crazy as you say you just kind of go okay check mark there that person's yeah. going to be put in this column now <laughs> yeah and i think getting back to best friends if there is a breakdown in the friendship for some reason you're upset with your friend don't let it linger. Talk about it. Yeah. Communication is so important because the longer it goes on, the, the more pissed off you get. And it's just like, you know what? You're supposed to have my back. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be here for me. I'm going through this, this, and this. And where the heck are you? And now you're upset at me for mm -hmm. whatever reason. Like, can we talk about this? Yeah, yeah. Be Can you nice, tell I'm right? going through something like that right now? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening. <laughs> Is it appropriate for uh, platonic friends to talk about their sex lives? You know, we don't really go there. No. I don't need okay. to. I don't need to do that. No, no. I don't need no. to do that. No, it's, right. it's, it's just, yeah, it's just like uh, ew. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, no. And it's funny, like <laughs> when you when you ask that, it's like I was like, uh. <laughs> <No>. shudder. <laughs> 
Because because truly, that's my sister. It's like, no, don't put that image yeah. in my head. <laughs> now, did you guys always have close friends of the opposite gender when you guys were growing up? Yes. Oh, you did? You know what? I am from a town of 200 people in the Wilcox Public School grades <laughs> one through nine. There were 10 of us in my grade, and we went all the way through, and those were your friends. And it didn't matter who they were or if you had anything in common with them or you even liked each other. They were your friends because, yeah, because there's they were else. there. Else and to go. as a result, you learned a great deal of acceptance and you learn just how to love people for who they yeah. are and what they are. So I grew up with friends that turned into being like Jonathan, like my brothers. And uh, and that was a really, really great foundation. And then it kind of shifts when you get into your like, you know, 20s or something like right. you were saying, you have a lot of guys that want something else, but they're trying Not, to be your friend. Yeah, in the teenage it's, years, it's it different started. phases of your life. Thank you, Joan and Jonathan, uh, for joining us today and sharing your great insight on platonic friendships. You're welcome. You guys seem to have a great one, and I'm really, really happy for you, uh, genuinely. Thank you. Thank Thank you you very much. Genuinely. We're happy for it, too. (laughs) (laughs) I think the most important message today is that opposite-sex relationships are growing in numbers, and there is no right or wrong answer here. It's all dependent on your current relationship and how your partner feels about your platonic friendship. Perhaps you don't have to give up your friend entirely, um, but maybe skew back a little bit and make sure that your partner always feels like they come first. Joan, what are you doing right now? What What do people at home want to oh, uh, hear I about you? I am all over the place. I'm so busy. I'm kind of looking forward to having a bit of downtime this summer at the cottage, but I'm uh, am seeing a thing on Lake Joseph for the CNIB. It's a big fundraiser on June 23rd, so you can look into that. I'm going to the Powerball. I'm uh, going to Scrubs in the City. And your clothing line. And quick. I've got a clothing line coming out soon. Yay! Walker brand yeah, 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 yeah. that has a huge charitable twist. Jonathan, what are you doing? What, what are you up doing? to? I'm, uh, oh, I've got a couple of uh, great design jobs on the go, and I'm also doing uh, something for a very good cause, which is uh, Jagger Gordon. I think he's your friend and yeah, a friend of the show. he's been on the show a couple times. Yeah, and he's doing a grocery store slash coffee shop for people that can't afford, you know, it's a pay, it pay what you can. Feeditforward.ca. Yeah. Feeditforward.ca, yeah. So we're building that out for him. So and, that's uh, keeping you busy then. Yeah, and it feels good too. Well, let me, and for myself, let me help you navigate the complicated modern dating scene. Grab a copy of my book, Single in the City, available online and in stores at various chapter locations and online at Amazon. Well, that's it for today. Bye, guys. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Until next week. Ciao for now.